Why do you do that? Because there's something bad inside of me. This keeps it from getting out. Why can't you just be nice? Because the world isn't nice. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse. You know what this movie makes me think of? What's that? The character from... Now I just forgot <laughs> it. <laughs> what's, what's this opening? All right. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. John Wick? No. Older. Other. Point Break. Classic. Point Break. No. <laughs> is that? <laughs> that is classic. What is the big the one? Yes. Isn't there a character named Trinity? Yes. There absolutely is. It's um um. Jerry. I can, yeah, Jerry. I was gonna say. I can't See, it all ties into name. superheroes. It always Jerry does. From Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones and Iron Fist, and also uh, several others. Well, yes. What better way <laughs> to come off of it's? It was our two-year anniversary as a pod. We celebrated by watching Avengers: Endgame, the the absolute, you know, the, the pinnacle of modern superhero movies. Also, and the culmination of a lot. And today we get we get a culmination of something of three par movies. <laughs> three, in my opinion, uh, movies that descend in quality in each in each. Uh, Installment. Yeah. I know that can be a somewhat controversial take considering a lot of people really do like Blade 2. Again, our gaps... Just okay. In my opinion, yeah. But our gaps between the Blade movies have been substantial. So it's never been like a fresh uh, jumping off point. But um, this movie was not very good. Well, there's (laughs) probably some behind BTS that contributed to that uh yeah number one bts and also on screen so people were aware of it ryan reynolds goatee bad doesn't do any favors (laughs) i'm just gonna put this out there for anyone listening that may be thinking about getting a goatee i think it makes you look heavier you know it just which is fine if that's how you want to look but i do think it makes somebody look like they've gained some weight I just don't know anyone that's well served by a goatee. He certainly isn't. If you can grow a goatee, I'm going to say chances are good that you could potentially grow a full beard. Chances are good that you also can shave. Or shave. Or, honestly, and this is not a universal solution, just grow a mustache. It works some for some people. Some people can do it. Rai Rai cannot. I just, I don't know if it's for comic accuracy to the character Hannibal King. I don't even know if Hannibal King is a comic book character. I but he whoever, sounds like a comic Whoever character. made the call for his face to have that on it was was tripping out of their minds. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's also, get into this three first. three leads to this movie. It felt like we were doing a spinoff. Well, and actually, one of the things that's allegedly one of the problems that Wesley Snipes had with this movie, he thought it focused too much on the Night Stalkers and not Blade. And the more the movie went on, I'm like, yeah, 
Like Blade takes a back seat in his own movie. Like well, towards like I think that was Wesley Snipes taking a back seat. But like it was uh, yeah, you, you, I think that is part of it, but also like if that, you know, like what came first? Like was it was it the script presented and then he was like getting pissed because Hannibal King no goatee in yeah, the I don't see comic. A goatee on there. But looks like a cool dude. Kind of looks like a safari guy. So not the vibe that we got in the movie. Which was he proto, is proto, first, proto Deadpool. First appeared as a sporting character in the title, The Tomb of Dracula. Okay. Well, it seems like it was accurate in that regard. So background on this movie, David S. Goyer wrote all three of these movies. He also wrote all of the uh, Christian Bale Batman movies. What? But then he also wrote, uh, I think, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. So his track record Wait, is what's this all over the again? place. David S. Goyer. Oh, right. We talked about him, I think, in the Superman Yeah, episode. I think we've gone over this before. So he wrote all I of these. I already forgot. But he did not direct the first two movies. This was the first one that he directed. And I guess they really... Goyer and Wesley Snipes probably didn't really meet before this movie. I don't think writers are, like, on set. Like, they probably they met when they were casting, but, like, not to the same degree. Like, not working day to day. And that's where the problem started, because he did not get along. Well, they didn't get along with each other at all. And I think that's where the problem started. I think if that was the case, they probably should have found another director uh, off the bat, to be honest with you. Um, so, well, I did want to go back to what you said, though, about the Night Stalkers. I liked them. I didn't mind that they were a big part of the movie. I thought... I liked them as a concept. Some of the execution... This left something to be desired. This movie like totally abandons the the kind of tone that the first two movies set, which to me felt like a bit unique in the superhero realm. With some like horror esque. And I think this movie like pretty much abandons that, and the Night Stalkers are like really indicative of that. Like we have, like I already said, like a proto Deadpool Ryan Reynolds, like riffing and cracking jokes. Jessica Biel has like like the whole like music thing. It feels like, yeah, it just feels I forgot very about different. that. Um, I, all I could think about during that part <laughs> was in, in real life, Jessica Biel is married to Justin Timberlake and Justin Timberlake played Sean. What's his name? That invented Nabster in the oh, social right. network. And that's all I could think about. I was like, well, if they're a match made in heaven. And that's, we were, this movie was released in like prime Napster times, maybe even a little after before Metallica fucked it all up. Um, right. But it's not even that she's married to the real Napster guy. He just, Napster, I think played the Napster yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sorry, it's, it's that not was just a small tangent. <laughs> yeah. That's funny though. I just don't think this was like the right vehicle for like that kind of humor. Like I think it made the movie worse by having so much of the focus on them because you had like a total disconnect between like Wesley Snipes was clearly not interested in the direction that the movie was going period. But also like it just, to me, it didn't like mesh. Like it was like, we have Whistler who dies again. And like, instead of like having the emotional hook of the movie be like, how is blade dealing with this? We have Jessica Biel being sad over Natasha Leone dying instead. I'm like, why are we like introducing new characters, then killing them, then having a supporting character go through this emotional arc instead of just like focusing on Blade, who should be like furious that his like friend just died again after being, I can't even quote, talk unquote, about killed. that. Uh, yeah, 
I will talk about it. But uh, <laughs> also, Justin Biel do- Jessica Biel is supposed to be Whistler's daughter. That is the most like shoehorned. And they shit. call her Whistler during the movie. I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, I did not. I thought that was totally unnecessary. Yeah, I guess like, like I thought that was a nickname, not his like last name. Yeah, I just yeah. The the more the movie went on, it didn't start that bad to me. I was like, all right, I see what's going on here. It felt to me more just like instantly like mid 2000s superhero movie, like with the the stuff in the pyramid and all that. I liked having a crew. The crew is cool. The crew is cool. But like, it was just like by the end of it, I was like this, we're fighting Dracula. And it just has, there's no oomph to any of it. I'm like, this doesn't feel like it is like the culmination of anything. I'm not scared of Dracula. They picked a horrible, horrible casting for Dracula. This man looks like a like model. Yeah. But like he's not intimidating. No charisma. Like I don't buy it at all. <laughs> not a very good actor. Just not I don't know. I was like, where did this guy I don't even recognize this actor. I don't know who this is. Does this mean we can watch the new Dracula for the podcast? Probably. It's a write off. Close enough. <laughs> Renfield. Um yeah, so I was like, I don't know. I have an article up here that like goes into like the Wesley Snipe shit, but like if I were him and I saw like the way that the the trajectory of this movie, I would be kind of pissed too. Cause I'm like, this movie's not even focusing. I mean, Blade doesn't go on a, a journey in this movie. He's just like along for the ride. There's yeah, nothing but I, happening here. I guess I was wondering, like, did they have to rewrite it because he was refusing to like do stuff? Well, that's what, I, yeah, that's what I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Cause can you talk about that a little bit? Right. So you're blaming, you're coming after the director hard. I am. Well, I just, I have no David is square. Seems like he can do a good job, but then sometimes he seems like kind of a hack. Um, this seems like slightly hackier. I mean, he did this and then he wrote Batman Begins the year after. Like, how does that? <laughs> he has, he's operating on two modes, and this was, they didn't get the, the A tier. I mean, here. I don't know if he's working with like A tier material. Well, you got a good point there. So, like, I don't know, the Blade comics, I feel like, are probably scant for, like, good plot versus, like, Batman, which is, like, hundreds of issues. Sure. I mean, we can't say that. I've never read Blade comics. Right. For all we know, they, they could be. Fine. And they just picked, like, really shitty. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm no, just saying, I, I get what you're pure saying. quantity, there can't be that many Blade comic issues. That's for sure. That can be made into a movie. Yeah. And then it's inherently harder just because of, like the nature of it all. Like writing about vampires and right. stuff. Yeah, I get you. Um, apparently it started because Wesley Snipes was upset that the movie had like lackluster black representation surrounded by a bunch of white supporting characters. Yeah. So they had that one guy that like drove the car and then he like died playing basketball. With Pat Oswalt. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's true. So at that point, Wesley Snipes would only communicate with the director via post-it notes. So here's, here's where the problems start. Signed them as Blade in character. Um, and I think Wesley Snipes like later confirmed this, so it's not a rumor. Like He actually did it. And according to fellow cast members, including Patton Oswalt, Snipes only appeared on set for close-ups and let his double shoot most of the scenes. And when he did show up on set, he was stoned from smoking weed all day. The inciting incident was apparently uh, that... This is uh, an account from Patton Oswalt that really doesn't reflect well on... Wesley Snipes, unsurprisingly. Uh, he said there's one day on set where they let everyone pick their own clothes and there was a black actor who was like a club kid 
and he wore this shirt that said garbage on it in big stylish letters. It's, it's the guy's shirt that he brought in to wear. And Wesley Snipes like came down to set, which he said he only does for close-ups. Everything else was done by the stand-in. Patton Oswalt only did one scene with Wesley Snipes. Not that he's in it a lot anyway. But he like saw the guy wearing a shirt, and he was like, there's only one other black guy in the movie, and you make him wear a shirt that says garbage? You racist motherfucker. And then tried to strangle the director. So that's what we're, we're starting on here. And then also, according to Patton Oswalt, Goyer was worried about getting attacked on set again. So he hired a bunch of bikers at a bar oh to escort him God. the next day and serve as his bodyguards. That is so dramatic. And it escalated to of course it a, sit escalated. Down, a sit down between the director and him that that caused him to write in post-it notes. It was after that. He was like, I'm not talking to you anymore. It sounds like they tried to do a mediation, which I'm familiar with. And yeah. they did a bad job. And then it was just like a mess out of that. And like, yeah, if you tried to talk to Wesley Snipes, he would be like, I'm Blade. Although Wesley Snipes later denies that. He was like, Patton Oswalt was, was lying about that part. Um, Look, I think Patton Oswalt is a very trustworthy source. I agree. And that's, I, I also think that Wesley Snipes had probably a lot of reasons to be mad. For sure. And this is super fucked up. Yes. It's so unprofessional. The whole thing. And then like, and as a result of that, because things deteriorated, uh, Goyer encouraged a lot of the other cast to like ad lib their lines, and they would like, work with the stand in. That's why Ryan Reynolds is a prototype Deadpool because yes, he just exactly. was being Ryan Reynolds. Because like yeah, Patton Oswalt literally said we would just think of things for him to say, and then cut to Wesley's face not doing anything because that's the only performance we could get from him. So we were like, what are the worst jokes and puns we can say to this guy? And then it would just cut to his face going, hmm. <laughs> and he can was like, you, that was an example of a very troubled shoot that we made fun. Can you imagine, like, in an office, if you acted like that or your boss acted like that? It's, no. Like, it's it's so, it's so wild. And uh, someone, someone working for Spin was trying... Oh visited my gosh. set. RIP spin. Right? Well, that was dead spin. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Spin could still be around. They they were supposed to do an interview and like go to set and talk to people, but the piece got canned because Wesley says wouldn't cooperate. But the journalist like kind of talked about stuff because Wesley said uh, sued the movie studio over like feeling like discriminated against and defamed and all that because all these stories were coming out. And uh like Ryan Reynolds was like, he yeah, he's like to Wesley Snipes like really intense and he does like method and shit. Jessica Biel was like, I think he was always in character. Parker Posey was like, I came here to do something fun and stupid and big budget. I don't normally get to do that kind of thing. Don't have the boobs for it, you know. So I'm just showing up, <laughs> saying my lines, having fun with it, and Wesley is that not. came across that she was having fun. Very I much. loved PP in this. So like. Yeah, and the director said that uh, the production of this movie was the most personally and professionally difficult and painful thing that I've ever gone through. Uh, Wesley Snipes does not hold grudges. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. So they're, like, cool? I guess. They've never spoken since this, but, yeah, I guess it's fine. I feel like he must have been really going through something, too. Like, I don't know. Well, and then, like, you know... There's the gap of time, and then he was in jail for three years for tax evasion. He got out of jail in 2013. So, 
Yeah, he went through a lot of shit. He had stuff going on. But, like, it's just unbelievable, like, how messy this is. I genuinely... They, they didn't make a good movie, but I can't believe they got a movie out of this at all. And, like, it makes sense. Like, it was watchable. It wasn't, yeah, it was, like, so it was, bad. It was watchable. But it was, like, it, to also, me... Also, Natasha Leone was going through some shit at the time. Yeah. She was in and out of... Uh, all sorts of places. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it was just like, this movie committed like the cardinal sin of like not being great, but also like not being so bad it's good. Like it was just like kind of boring. Like the the final fight against Dracula was boring. And I was like, how was did you fuck watching? that up? Well, yeah, because there wasn't, there was like nothing going on. There was no, there's no gravity to it. And am I wrong in remembering that like the first movie had like a lot of blood and oh, then it wasn't, so it was much the blood. second movie, they started like disintegrating the vampires like that. Yeah. Or was that in the first one? Well, the first one, the blood is the humans. Right, 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 right. But yeah, it still felt toned down. We were watching the unrated version, which I, there were a lot of fucks said, yeah. but like, that's pretty much it. The violence was not really out of the ordinary for one of these movies. So we get Ryan Reynolds with the voiceover at the beginning. Yes, starting it off. Which is so confusing because I was like, is he supposed to be like the new star of this? And But like it should be, if they're introducing a second star, it should be Jessica Biel's character. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that really bothered me because, yeah, it, it made the opening feel like a Deadpool movie. And I was like, this is weird off the bat. Like, I didn't know what was happening for a minute. I was like, oh, yeah, like he was talking. Oh, this is Ryan Reynolds talking. I'm guessing they just couldn't get Wesley Snipes to like do a voiceover. But agreed, because Jessica Biel's character actually has a connection. Yeah. Like in history here, even though it's like barely explored at all. Um, It also felt like the intro to Black Adam. Why? Oh, because they're like going. <laughs> they're into going on an expedition yeah. into a into a pyramid, and they awaken ancient evil. Sure. Well, Who for hasn't? Black Adam, it was in quote unquote ancient evil. He's a he's a good guy. Of course. <laughs> so is Dracula and his story. Drake. Right. Ian. Yeah, of course. Dracula's the old name. We don't we don't call him that. I think Parker Posey's the best in this whole movie. She is definitely the best. Yeah, like you said, clearly having a great time. Um, just so weird for her to be in a movie like this, and I love that it happened. And there's a little Best in Show reunion yes. with uh, Michael... Something Higgins, Higgins. John Michael Higgins or something. Yeah. yeah. Clark. Who would, who would have expected that? And you just watched Best in Show the other day. Yeah. I saw about five minutes of it, but I was like, oh, hey, that guy was there. Um, you said about Parker Posey that she has a distinctive mouth. Very distinctive mouth. And then with the fangs on top of it, I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. A lot of mouth acting. Yeah. It, it she definitely looked different from Elizabeth Banks to me in this. Like more than usual. I, I can frequently get them confused. Sure. But not this time. Um I don't know who said the line Blade is a troubled individual. Oh, it was it was, it was him on the, on that show. Or I was like that's putting it lightly. It's also weird to me that, like, Blade is a known person, but, like, vampires are still completely secret. I thought it was, like, everyone kind of knew about vamps. I thought, at least, like, by the end of the first movie, if not later, I'm like, it, it felt a little bit to me like we were just, like, backing it up. They're murdering hundreds of people a day. Like, we're not, we're not worried about this. <laughs> like, how, yeah, I don't, it's unbelievable. Unless there's, like, some, like, plot 
that could have been like there's like a deep conspiracy i mean i guess there i mean the police in the first movie that's the whole thing is like the police are basically in on it yeah for sure but like it feels like we're too far along in the plot of these for this to still be like on the table it's weird that he's like infamous yeah totally um I do think this movie needs like a seizure warning, not so much oh, the fucking strobe light. but like there's so much flashing, especially in the beginning. I think it kind of cooled off, but I was like, I this is hurting my head watching I, this. I don't ever need to see a, a scene with a strobe light going off, especially like for this. I was like, this is not even. I get what they were trying to do. It was trying to just make it like more horror movie ish. Didn't work. I just got annoyed. <laughs> I think the best part of the movie, and I could have taken 10 more minutes of it, was them trying to do a car chase. Yes. It's very Fast and Furious inspired. Yep. I which the car would have chase. been around the same time. Yeah. Pretty wild. I did think it was very funny that, like, the humans went through, well, not the humans, but Parker Posey and her crew went to all this trouble to, like, set Blade up to, like, kill this dude in the street. The cops show up enforce at least three cars helicopter they aim their spotlight directly onto blade then directly onto blade's car the police drive up and then stop where the guy died no one tries to go after blade i think they're scared of the helicopter stayed you couldn't have at least followed also, him? they're, like, in their pocket, so they're probably following some sort of plan. I guess so. Yeah, but at the time... Also, was, they know where he lives because they immediately go to his place. It's true, but I was... Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the moment, though, I was like, what? I know, you were upset. <laughs> I was like, they just fucking gave up. It was like, he, has, he had one star in Grand Theft Auto and made, like, a one turn, and they, they were like, oh, we lost him, boys. We'll get him next time. Um... I said, I hope Jessica Biel is undercover or something because she's dressed like the bird lady in Home Alone, too. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. She is. She needs a couple more bags. She was, in fact. She was undercover. Undercover. Um, the, like, vampire teenagers, like, skateboarding around felt very 2000s in a way that, yeah. like... But in a different way that, like, you already made the Matrix comparison. The, I tried to. <laughs> it was there. The early Blade vampires felt Matrix edgy. Yeah. This felt like... Um, Trying to recapture that energy. Yeah. But also, like, with the classic, like, early 2000s, everything is extreme sports spin on it. Right. Like, how do we know that these kids aren't hip? It was very clock stoppers. Clock stoppers. I was trying to remember the name of the... <laughs> There's a movie about skateboarding um, that came out like around this time. I cannot fucking remember the name of it. A movie about skateboarding? Well, it was like, maybe it was Lords of Dogtown, which wasn't even set, in, but still, it was all the rage. Um, regarding Dracula and his reveal, I was like, we've gone from horrifying, hideous monster to generic white guy 11. That's when Parker Posey like goes to talk to him. And I'm just like, what a, what a downgrade this is. I couldn't put my finger on it. Is like, he I already, white? I thought so, but like he's generic looking. Yes. All he, all he like spoke to me was like a little after this in the video game era, but like Gears of War and games like that. Every single main character is just like a buzz cut dude, a muscular buzz cut guy with nothing else going on physically. Like that's it. That's their defining characteristic. And in this case, leather pants. But he gets to choose what he looks like. Yeah, as and, he, human. and he chooses to look like that. Like, we could have gotten someone, like, cool. 
And again, I feel like I'm being very like visually judgmental in this episode. <laughs> but like he was pretty short. Like I mean, like if you want an intimidating person, you need like a tall, domineering looking yeah, this is person. Not, this is not an intimidating person. I could think of several actors who could have done like just yeah, like physically intimidating. Yeah. This guy just kind of like walked around menacingly. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't working. It wasn't working. He looked like a lackey in like somebody else's movie. Yes, he did. I, d- I was a big fan of the uh, fake baby doll that sprayed garlic because like what a specific weapon. Right. I didn't even realize that it was spraying garlic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I thought it was pepper spray. Yeah, they were like, it's garlic. I forgot about garlic, even though they, the they made jokes bullets. about it. Yeah. How could we forget about the garlic bullets? They make blades say, I hate familiars. Yeah. Like, we fucking know. We know. We, also, we, we, we've been here for two movies. But they, like, spend way too much time on familiars in this movie. Like We're on to Dracula, so why right. are we fucking with, like, the small fry? Yeah, I. it just felt like, what are we doing here? What is the messaging? Like, I thought that was kind of in the last movie, because, like, the guy that was, like, allegedly helping them... Turned out to be a familiar. I'm like, okay, so we did that plot. Like, we know that they're part of the universe, but we don't need to, like, make them front and center, I guess. All signs point to the fact that, like, they made this movie because they knew it would make money, and everything else was, like, secondary to that. Yeah, I feel like they had the name. Yeah. They're like, this is going to be fucking sick. It's called Trinity. Uh, What's the story? Speaking of, what were they thinking? Did they seriously just kill Whistler? Why bother bringing him back? Why did they bring him back if this is what they were going to do? This is my rewrite. Have the him be alive, one. Two, have the plot be that Jessica Biel reaches out to him to be like, I know you're my daddy and I know that you kill vampires, so I've been training my whole life, and I want to team up with you. And he's like, no. Yeah, and there's, like, conflict there, but then they do end up teaming up with the Night Stalkers out of necessity and, like, keep Whistler in the mix there. Yeah, like, total waste of the character and the actor. Also, I think Wesley Snipes might have been happier if his buddy was there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they actually got along, but I assume I they so. did. They did two but, other movies together. Yeah, it was just so pointless. We had Whistler on screen for five minutes before he got blown up again. Well, and when he came back as a fake, which, how does that guy, how does um Drake know even what, know what he looks like? It's okay. Parker Posey had the documents on deck. Yeah, really stupid plot decision that, like, totally, like, yeah, any gravity that, like, you know, was there from Jessica Biel being this character, it doesn't matter anymore because he's fucking dead. There's not, right. there's no drama to be had. Blade doesn't seem to particularly They're not care. creating a relationship, her, Drake and her. They, no. like, work together, but it's like they don't even speak to each other, which I'm, behind the scenes, like, obviously they didn't, but, like, even in the movie, it's like they don't ever really exchange a conversation other than use your anger. Right. Like I can only I can only excuse the writing on like Wesley Snipes' behavior so much because like there had to be a script before this all came together. I'm not even blaming him. I'm just saying like No, no, no. I I, I know that that was happening behind the scenes, but even if I didn't like there's nothing happening on yeah, screen. Just like really like uh, like what were they thinking when they wrote this? I don't understand any of the the plot turns that they made. It drives me crazy. 
Um, like, yeah, it was just like all, all of that character development that Whistler had, like the, the journey that he wanted, it was like for nothing, for nothing. Like he didn't accomplish anything in this. He just, he, I guess he kept Blade from getting arrested. Like, is that really like what we well, had yeah. going out on? Also, this is a minor grievance, but he, the, him leading up to his death is him like shutting down all these computers, presumably to keep them from getting their information. And then he blows it up anyway. Blows it up, but like also that never comes back. Like, oh, thank God Whistler did this before he died. No. Nope. Just we're done with that. We're moving on. Like, do we have a cloud at this point? I don't know. It's 2004. <laughs> Anything can happen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. We got we got Jessica Biel doing bow and arrow trick shots. Like, I this, liked the bow and arrow. The bow and arrow was pretty cool. I think that, the except laser, for the first time she uses it, I was like, this is stupid. The laser thing. Well, no, her being like, I can bend. Oh, I can pull. shoot around walls. Yeah. I was like, what is this, what is wanted? this bend it like Beckham? Or Ben Delay Beckham. <laughs> Both equally Both relevant. equally apt. Yes. <laughs> I do think the line where... <laughs> uh, ben Delay Beckham, that'll be next week's episode. Stay tuned. God, I wish. Um, Blade is like, you think this is a joke? You think this is a sitcom? And I was like, that's meta. That is just... Uh, totally talking about the movie, not about the scenario here. And that was I think his they do think it's a joke. Living. They do think it's a sitcom. Um, yeah, and I was just, at this point, you know, Ryan Reynolds just, like, delivering, like, these, like, quippy little things. And I was like, I don't, it's not like I hate it because I like Deadpool. And he's literally just doing Deadpool. But it's just, like, when the rest of the movie. He's not doing Deadpool. Well, Deadpool's a very specific thing. He's doing Ryan he's Reynolds. Doing, you're right. He's doing Ryan Reynolds. He's doing free guy Ryan Reynolds. He's doing Brian Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just like when the movie is not like uh, working around those bits, it just like falls so flat because it's like it's not the same when he's like saying it and everybody's basically like, dude, shut up. Like and some of the bits just like go on too long. And it's like the, all the stuff that people complain about now with like Marvel Studios movies, just like deflating tension. Like the the other Blade movies, it's not like they were devoid of humor, but they were able to like create some sort of tension in like the fights and stuff uh, or just like have them be like really dark. But uh, Ryan Reynolds is like always here to just like say some funny shit, like like right up to the end with Parker Posey. Like it just, it never right. stops. I, I don't think Ryan Reynolds is like our best actor of today's generation. He does the same thing pretty much in every movie. I will say just friends is a little bit of a departure, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> and the proposal a little bit. Um, but I really, I really like Ryan Reynolds. I think he's like a good, um, celebrity. Like, I think he's really good at being a celebrity and like his businesses, all that stuff. He's a charismatic dude. Right. I'm just, and, and I think that's all at play here because my note was after three basically failed superhero movies that he's in, how did he rise to such prominence and get Deadpool made? Like, this is strike three. This is with, well, for, not in, not in chronological order, but yeah, this was the first of the three strikes. Oh, really? Because Green Lantern was 2007? 11. 
That was late. 11. Oh my god. That was goodness. seven years after this, and he's still making bad superhero movies. And his first Deadpool. That was between the two. I mean, he made he got Deadpool made out of just like sheer stubbornness. Like he knew he wanted to do it, and he knew he had. And <laughs> he knew he had much fucked like up a couple of super- himself. I yeah. Think. So like, I'm I'm happy for him, and it works the best in the context of Deadpool. But yeah, it's pretty crazy that this didn't like tank his prospects yeah maybe not this movie because it's pretty early in his career and he did do rom-coms for a while and i think honestly that's where he's strongest i i know he would probably hate to hear that but i don't I think, think so um, i think he would understand that because other when he's not in a rom-com he's playing the same quippy character i think ryan reynolds knows that he's playing ryan reynolds i think he has the awareness well, he's like about leaned it. into it especially now but i i think like just on a personal level he has an awareness about it that like the rock does not like I don't, I don't yeah. think The Rock would agree with you if you told him that. Um, Ryan Reynolds would be like, "Yeah, like I'm doing like what works." I haven't seen that movie Buried, and I never will. But I don't. Is he quippy in that? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I think he is like fucking freaking out the whole time. But I bet he's making a little bit of jokes. Probably, but I am also not interested in watching Buried. It gives me the the shiveries. There's a moment where. <laughs> Sorry, this is back to something we said earlier, just reading my note. Whistler's daughter, just making up plots. (laughs) They are. They're like, hey, uh, so we're doing this now. And yeah, in my head, I was like, was this like hinted at? No. Like there was no indication that this is where the story was going. So fuck it. It's, I mean, it's far from like the only thing to do this. Like in Uncharted, they're like suddenly like, hey, you got a brother and they have to like kind of like work backwards to like make it make sense. But like clearly they were never planning on it happening. So like you can poke holes in it all you want. You mean in the game? In the game. Yeah. Like they waited until four games in and then they're like, hey, (laughs) this happened. And And it's like, well, how can we solve these flashbacks? And like, yeah, he's never talked about it. And it's easy to be like, well, it's it's traumatizing. So he doesn't talk about it with anybody. But like, come on. Look, I we're not mad, is, though, that they introduced Sam. We're not. I think this is more egregious because they made no effort. Also, it's a video game. Sorry, but there's like a lower threshold. Well, the, and also, uh, Uncharted 4 was better written than this movie. Um, Drake rocking the low scoop neck. There was a I moment. I noticed that. That was like a music video. We have like it time felt like lapse he was in the, the city, 80s. And then he's like walking down the street and I'm like, what is happening? He I felt very 80s. I thought he was going to start rapping. <laughs> no one would have been mad about that. No, it would have been a better movie. Also, have a little fun, Wes, you know? Oh, please. Get into it. Um, Dracula was there when Jesus got crucified. Did he get to crucified. pick out his outfits? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Probably. Uh, yes, Jesus crucified. Love that. Drake Love was that there. moment. Like, what? <laughs> I just think it was it's such a such a funny inclusion to me. I'm like, yeah, guy's old. We get it. It's like, I, I guess. I do. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I have a plot question. Oh, all right. Well, I probably won't be able to answer it because it's incomprehensible. Was Ryan Reynolds actually a vamp or was he just a familiar? Can you just like take an antidote and like no longer a vamp? Couldn't tell you. Because they, Honestly, they said he was a vampire. Yeah, he was a and vampire. And I was like, are we sure we want to go with that plot, you guys? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, he got bit and then is like, I don't want to do that again. I'm like, how'd you get out of it? He said that th- he took an antidote. 
It just I it, was like, I don't We're we're raising more questions. Also, what I liked about I think it was in the second one that they had this whole, you know, like hierarchy, very like, you know, Twilight. Uh, very Twilight very what we do in the shadows, you know. <laughs> sure. But one of the things that they said, and they made this like really good distinction of being like, you are either like a vampire pure, but like yeah, you yeah. were born a vampire or... You're made a vampire. Right. And this one is basically like, well, everyone's just a made vampire except for this guy. I'm like, yeah, are we we're, doing we're rewriting the, the lore. Because I also really like that foundation. I like that distinction and how like it was harder to kill like real vampires versus yeah. like, made ones. Like... Let's explore the plots that we already created. Right. Like, it's like, you know, like, the, the Inhumans are the same way. You have, like, the Inhuman, like, royal family. They're, like, the real deal. And then you have, like, humans that were turned into Inhumans. They're very different. And they're on, they're operating on different levels. I think what bothers me about this movie is, like, this could have been the first movie. Yeah. Like, you don't... Maybe no Dracula, but... Doesn't matter. You don't need to have seen the first two movies... To, s- to know what's happening in this. Yep. One. That, yeah. We're not, we're not building on anything. We're not bringing anything back. We're not, we're not following through on themes. The only thing is plot. that Blade has to take a serum, but it's like, you can figure that out. This, the Blade Trinity is basically John Wick. You're just like thrown into a plot and you have to figure out the backstory. Yep. Yep. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> but like not, and not in a good way. Yeah. Not, not a, a favorable comparison. Um, Sorry to, to use you like that, John. He'll be okay. His movie's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, another movie that they're just making. <laughs> Although they did leave it on a little bit of a... Oh, yeah, they, they did. a cliff. They did. He's got to go after the high table, you know? Um, the blood bank thing, which is pretty gross, really reminded me of uh, Daredevil, which I actually thought the one in Daredevil was grosser, if you remember it. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't for vampires. They were draining their blood, but it wasn't for vampires. But it was a bunch of kids, and they were in cages in a basement. This was very clinical. Yeah. And I was like, at least they're in a coma. Like, geez. Yeah, I felt like, you know, about 90 minutes into the movie, they were like, we have to make a political stand here about, <laughs> like, the homeless population, how no one cares if they're killed. I'm like, what? Are we being... Is this what we, we're doing we're right doing now? We're... we're we're taking stances in Blade Trinity. Oh man, I'm not there yet, though. I'm like done my notes, but okay. what do you, what you got? Um, I guess it's not like accidental that Blade is wearing a black and red cape. Yeah, and not Dracula. Yeah, did we I notice mean, that, everybody? I, no, I. He's I mean, wearing like, the. It's, I guess it's a jacket, but it's, it's meant to look it's like lined a cape. red. Yeah, it's very drac. Like yeah, quote unquote traditional it's, it's drac. Turning it on its head. I mean, they're very much intentionally trying to be like this isn't this isn't your your grandpa's Dracula. This is this is a cool new guy. We don't even call him that anymore. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that's intentional. Um, and I was really glad to like hear this like old saying that I've heard. So many times. We and all what, what is that? We all, know we all know it. it. We've heard we it. all know it. Kill one man, you're a murderer. Kill hundreds of men and you're a king. A king. Kill everybody and you're a god. 
classic saying, y'all. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And everybody will be like, Griffin, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop quoting Blade Trinity. (laughs) Just felt like I needed to make a note about that line. It needed to be said because like what? Then he (laughs) proceeds to bite Parker Posey and like blood's coming out. Now... My vampire knowledge is coming from some different sources, but, like, I don't think vampires have blood. That's kind of the whole thing. But is she a real deal vampire? Well, she's, like, a maid vampire, but she's still a vamp. I don't know. I don't know, man. I really don't... I don't understand the rules. It's. It seems like they, they created the rules of vampires in the first movie, and we have just... We've spun out of control. Also, I thought he was, like, killing her. Yeah, me too, but she's... She looked she, dead. She's fine. And she was into it. I couldn't tell. Sorry, I think, Parker. I, think she I couldn't was, tell. I think she was into it. I think that's the apex of vampirism is is getting sucked on by, by Drake. I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of positive notes. I'm going to just keep it's, layering. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to come for us over this. This movie has a... I was going to say... I said heavy 2000s gaze. I was going to oh, say yeah. a heavy male gaze, but it was more than that. The Jessica Biel crying in the shower? Yes. Gaze? Yeah. But anytime th- This movie could have been so much shorter, but they spent so much time just like lingering on body parts. Like the number of times that we're just like <laughs> hanging at Ryan Reynolds' when he's like <laughs> drift. They do it to Wesley Snipes when he like gets his... They do it to everybody. They're just... And that's why I said it's... It is a male gaze, certainly, because of how they treat Jessica Biel. They barely give her anything, and she's just there to be like looked at. But it, they do it to everybody. It's like just, they just, it, there's just so many like I wouldn't even call it a montage, but just like the camera, like it's the horny gaze, whatever that's called, where they're like yeah. cutting to different, but it's like the same thing. What is that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Whatever, the term for but it is. they like anytime anyone's getting ready to leave, we're doing like midriff, upper midriff, midriff again, boobs, Dracula's eye nipples, like whatever. <laughs> it's just like so much body parts. It's really shitty directing. And it was like long like cuts yeah, of this. Yeah, really Multiple I mean, times. Poorly directed movie. Like, this movie was, like, maybe two hours. We could have sh- maybe shaved that to 145. This movie did not. This movie fucking dragged on. I just did not give a shit. By the time the ending rolled around, I was like, I am checked out. Okay, my last note was a positive one. I, I unfortunately already said it, but I do like the bow and arrows. That okay. was my last I, note. I thought the... <laughs> Vampire Pomeranian was funny. Oh yeah, I did. I actually <laughs> like that too. Yeah, and I I said I like Parker Posey. So there, there's a couple of things. There's, there's a silver lining there. I just yeah, like when we were like mostly the final battle. It's like Blade is fighting Dracula. Um, Parker Posey is fighting Ryan Reynolds. Uh, JB is running around, basically fighting did everybody. Did you see else. my notes? No. Oh, I put everyone in as like their initials. But no so shit. I, I was doing that too. I have but JB. I didn't see yours. I have JB. I've got RR. I got yeah, WS. RR, PP. What the hell? You're on the same wavelength. Um, the only one I spelled out was Whistler. Well, he deserves Every it. Time. He deserves it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like, by the end of it, I was just like, wow. Like, 
like I didn't like watching this. Imagine how the people that actually liked Blade in the 2000s and were watching it in real time felt. I'm sorry, folks. Like Blade 1 and 2, like especially if you were someone that liked Blade 2, you're coming off a Guillermo del Toro directed movie. Of course, he did, he did Hellboy the same year as this, so he was busy making a better movie. But like this is like the the grand finale and you're like, god damn it. Like yeah. come on. I also genuinely do feel bad for Wesley Snipes because I think it seemed like he really liked the first two movies. Like, yeah, no, like he did a lot of like there was like a lot of choreo. Yeah, and... I, I do think he genuinely cared about the character. Yeah, and this like just was not. I mean, this was not. This movie was not it. Yeah, it's not it. Like a lot of things went wrong before shooting even started. Um, and you know, Wesley Snipes cameoed on What We Do in the Shadows as as himself, but really as Blade. Remember that? Love that. In the first season? When they uh, go to the club? Is, no, there's like the Council of Vampires and oh, like a bunch right. of different celebrities and he was in there. He was like on a I Zoom call. he was in there. Oh, right. He was on a Zoom call. Wearing his yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. Um, Classic. But yeah, I mean, this was just kind of like, kind of a dud. Um, and I don't, I honestly don't think there have been too many movies on the pod that we've done that we both like feel like this. I enjoyed Green Lantern more. Yeah. Well, I think Green Lantern has, like, more going for it, even though it's still, like, messy. Um, like, I, also, like, a trilogy's hard. A trilogy is hard. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. They, I can't think of one good trilogy. What? What about uh, Captain America? Those Wait, are you talking count. superhero movies or just in general? Because I can think of a couple good trilogies. I don't know. I said it. Star Wars original trilogy, Lord of the Rings... Um, okay, Lord of the Rings doesn't count. That's one movie. No, it's a trilogy. There are three movies. One story, three movies, Maul. It was filmed at the same time. It's still three movies. Why are it, you, like, I'm just doing a bit. drawing a line I, in the Because I'm just imagining somebody being like, hey, you want to watch Lord of the Rings? And they're like, there's nine Everybody hours. would be like, yeah, we have to watch it all because it's one movie. You're not wrong. I just think I there are some. It is a different podcast. It is a different podcast. One that does not exist. Um, but still, what what a ride! You know, finishing off Blade here. Who knows when we're going to be watching the Marvel Studios version of Blade? They might never make it. <laughs> um, write in, tell us your favorite trilogy. Yes, please do. And while you're at it, uh, feel free to drop us a five star review if you enjoy listening to us bitch about um, Blade Trinity. We're currently working on our trilogy. We're on season three of this podcast now. Oh, and by gonna? season three, like year three, because okay. we just did our yeah. two year, year three anniversary. Remember? Yeah, that was last week that was a thing. <laughs> so Very this is the third year. All right, season three. We're starting off strong, huh? <laughs> yeah, with what everybody wanted. We got and we got it's another kind of like what happened after Endgame. Uh huh. Yeah, you'll see. We got another heavy hitter next week. No, I mean like. For Marvel. Oh, no, I know what you mean. Okay, we this is, we're just not talking about that This movie. is the phase four of our podcast. Yikes. <laughs> just kidding. Don't don't stop listening. No, we're in phase three. <laughs> yes, phase three was the good one. So. We have a really good movie next week. Yeah, we, we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoyed this one, too. Uh, yeah, once again, hit us up. And until next time, we, we are, are out, out of the, the Superverse. Super